that's well that's why i was saying that your theme song should just be like the piano part of the day will have z i feel like i would get copyrighted for that though fair that's right okay yeah that's fair i forgot i've never had a guest so this is exciting guys hello um Today I have a guest here. <laughs> Nick Mazouk is my guest today, and we've known each other for like. We met in like I think I met you and Becca back in kindergarten. Like we met at like the same time. Yeah, because we kind of grew up in a small town, so like everyone we like went to kindergarten with, yeah. pretty much we like graduated we went into with. It, yeah. Yeah. So, but we didn't really become friends until like high school, I think. Yeah. And even then, it wasn't until like senior year that we actually like really started talking and hanging out yeah that's true because you yeah. were in like the orchestra well, not the orchestra the like drama yeah the theater group i was like the orchestra was out of my realm of, of yes not so. orchestra that that was our friend becca but you were in the theater group with becca and so i just kind of like tagged along with everything yeah. but we're here now we're inclusive we're, we're we try yeah. to be inclusive yeah oh uh, i did not prepare anything <laughs> so we're <laughs> I was um, editing until like this morning, my other podcast. So you were um, still editing this morning because I remember last night you had said that you're like, "Oh, I'm editing." I'm like, "Yeah." yeah cool. My hair is disgusting because I was gonna wash it last night to film this podcast, but then I was like, "I need to finish editing the other podcast." This is what so my I... hair looks like right now out of the shower. So when you say yours is disgusting, look at all this. What do you mean? Wet mess. I don't know. Isn't it like? So embarrassing to live at home, even though everyone still lives at home. Right? I think about that all the time. Like, I hate telling people, like, yeah. telling stories. Oh, yeah, like, I came home and my dad... Like, I just... I hate saying it. I feel yeah. like such a child. Well, that's... I just I just moved back from Philly, like, a couple months. Wait, like, you moved to Philly? When did that happen? Like, last fall. Oh, I didn't know that. For yeah. what? Just get away. Okay, that's fair. Yeah. Well, yeah, I went out to Philly with uh, Matt, actually. Shoot. Oh, yeah. And I was living out there. I was like, man, this is so cool. I mean, obviously, there's nothing to do during lockdown, so it was kind of just us the whole time. But I was like, oh, that's cool. Yeah. And then I came back home. I'm like, yeah, I live with my parents. I was like, damn, bro, I was just living on my own. Like, this shit is ass. But, yeah, everybody still lives with their parents. Like, every, like, if I'll talk to somebody, I'm like, you know, I, you know, I live at home. They're like, I do, too. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Never judge them for it. But, like, internally, I'm judging myself all the time. Oh, yeah. I feel like not a failure but just like i'm behind and i know like you know everyone's journey is different and like we're not supposed to feel yeah, behind yeah. but even like going on vacation like a week ago when i was gone for a week mm -hmm. and i was just like full responsibility yeah. like this is all and i was completely on my own coming back home mm -hmm. the next day my dad said some shit like oh can you clean the pan again there was a little grease spot left in it and i was just like I've left, this, I've left this sitting here for a week because I wanted you to come back and be the one to clean Yeah, it. I was like, I literally, here I am again, being 12 years old. Like, it just, it's... No, I, I mean, there's like a comfort, I guess, at being at home because it's familiar, but at the same time, it is that sense. It's like, damn, responsibility is not a thing right now. It's easy to just get comfortable and like, yes, you know, yeah. Because even if you are super responsible and do like so many things yourself, which I do, mm -hmm. but at the same time, like someone is gonna one day do some of your dishes, someone is gonna do some of your laundry. Like you still have that like yeah. little extra help, and also like not having to pay for it, unless like some people do have to pay rent. I feel like I was talking about this in last week's podcast, <laughs> but um, like. I feel like no one, even as adults, has their shit figured out. 
So, you know, like, they put all this pressure on us to, like, pick your major, pick your college, you should better go to college. And then it's, like, when you get into the adult world, it's, like, you're not even using your degree, you don't have a degree, but you're higher up, like, you don't even know what you're doing. Mm -hmm. And so it's, like, because I work with a lot of, like, different ages. Mm -hmm. Like, all of us are adults, but, like, I work with people who are, like, well into probably, like, retirement age, and I'm, like, they don't even know what they're doing, so. I think that's a great thing about working in retail is you really see who's who of what's where. And they're all like, yeah, I'm here. I was like, man, when you went to college for astrophysics, did you ever imagine you'd be fighting with a customer about a, a company card that they should get for for discounts? And they'll just look at me and I go, yeah, that's how I feel too, man. You can tell when you work in retail too, like who's just trying to get out and like oh be there God, for, yeah. you know, and I'm one of those people. I'm just like, I'm here because it's what I need to do to like move yeah. forward. And you can tell people who are like, I'm just going to stay here. And it, I like retail's hard. Mm-hmm. Retail's not, not ideal. Yeah. I don't, I don't, customer service, I think is, is a necessary thing, but nobody wants to do it. It's a terrible thing. I did when I moved out to when I was out in Philly and I switched the stores out to there at Kohl's, I was doing a lot more stuff that really focused on customer. Cause I would just do like cashier stuff. Yeah. And then I started doing like pickup in store, like drop off all that stuff. Yeah. People are not good at being like understanding it all. And it's like, it's a, it's a tough eight hours of sitting there while people yell at you for stuff you have no control over. It teaches you empathy, though. I feel like working yes. in customer service, I am now so much more empathetic. And also, like, I used to get so angry at customers, but now I'm like, like, you, you're going through something. Yeah. And you're just, like, projecting. I just, like, use my therapy knowledge. And I'm like, you're just, something went wrong. This is not about me. It's about you. Don't let me internalize this. Let yeah. Let's think about this for a minute. So I'm just like, you know, it's fine. <laughs> I had I had a lady come in one time and I always remember how just so dumb it was, but so funny to me. She comes up and she goes, oh, you know, I was like, oh, hi, how can I help you? She goes, oh, I'd like to return these socks that I bought for my mom. And I was like, oh, okay. Did they not fit right? And she goes, no, she died. <laughs> and I kind of just went, okay. And she goes, none of us saw it coming. And I go, neither did she. And then I just walked away. I didn't know how to. I was like, all right. You didn't return it. the socks? It wasn't my thing. I Like, she was in a line, and I just sit there like, oh, do you have a pickup I can go grab? Yeah. No, she was doing customer service. But, yeah, she just was like, yeah, my mom died. And I'm just like, how am I supposed to respond to this? Like, oh, my God. Okay, so I just went, all right. And I just left. I just walked away. I was like, I can't deal with this right now. See, I think during COVID, I could tell, too, like, uh, customers would just like overshare so much more because it's like going to any type of store that was essential that was still open like they were like you're the only person like I'm gonna talk to besides like the person I'm living with so they would just like over and it was like you know we're not best friends you know I don't need to know about your dog Sally and her thyroid issue you know what I mean I was gonna say that's such a that's such a lonely and sad thought of just these people who've been sitting on set all day and they go my emotional therapist is gonna be the bag lady at Target and it's like like oh i can grab you a bag my niece just got cancer so do you want to like double bag <laughs> or like what do you what do you want to do <laughs> my dad like excessively went to the grocery store like during covid oh, times like God, he would no. go like every other day and i was like this is so unnecessary like it's a waste of gas yeah. like you just need to socialize like i get it but i miss it is that bad to say that i missed the first like the lockdown early you lockdown quarantine yeah time? bro i do so bad I, and it's weird because, like, my, my little brother came home with, like, three friends. 
Like, and, like to live with you? Yeah, like they stayed with us. And like we were we were there. Like we yeah. didn't go out. But like every day I woke up, people were there. I got to talk. I hung out. I did like 50 Sudoku puzzles a day. I listened to so much music, watched so much TV. I was like, well, I was also railing my ADHD meds at the time. <laughs> so I'd be awake until like 6 a.m., go to sleep and wake up at 2 p.m. and do the whole thing over again. Oh, wait, I found out I had ADHD. Hey, me too. What's like that? right before quarantine when I thought like, oh, yeah, I just, I'm going to go back to school. I'm going to get on this quarantine. Yeah lockdown and i went well, i got these meds now so what do i do so it really was just the summer school when that eventually happened it's so bad because i know like i talk about it, i'm like man it was so fun i was never alone i had people and then i know people who are like i was so alone i was isolated i was so depressed and i go did you like try doing sudoku or anything like <laughs> did you try to exercise your brain oh my god i solely made tiktoks that was the only thing like I just watched a lot of health. them. I just watched a lot of TikTok. I specifically remember when Megan the Stallion and Beyonce's um, Savage, Savage came out. But I specifically remember the time frame in which Savage came out. And I was like, this is the greatest moment in time. It's just getting to listen to Beyonce rap. See, I she's rapped before, but like... I don't like listening to specific TikTok sounds or like yeah. songs that were popular on TikTok yeah. because it just brings me back to quarantine time. And I literally, all I did was make TikToks. I think I like baked a lot. I luckily though, like it was only about, I think like a month and a half. Then I like got a different job and yeah. I was like, God bless. God bless. Like I talked to everyone and anyone when I started a new job because I was like, please talk to me. I need to socialize. And like, it just... It saved me, literally. Position. Okay. Did you um, like it? Did you love it? Did you hate it? Let me know down below. Uh, like it, comment. People never comment when I say comment. Comment, please, about something. Anthony engagement up. J. Cole, The Fall Off. Forever. That's the end of his I've only heard the interlude on J. Cole's new album. That's it. It's one of my good. friends played it. The new one's pretty good. I'll get a listen. I was thinking about, though, um, we're still so young. Okay, but have you noticed how many people that like we went to school with are already married or graduated or not graduated having kids i just saw a girl the other day yesterday when i was at my doctor's office and it was somebody i'd worked a summer camp with in 2018 yeah and she was just graduating high school yeah. in that summer and she walked in with her husband and kid and i was like is this someone i know no oh no they were in like oh uh, yeah yeah like some small small country super like religious because it was basically like Oh my god, he's my like God-given soulmate. Like oh. this is our faith has brought us together. I go, dude, you're like 20. I just I heard recently like a comedian. She was talking about how when marriage the concept was created, like we only lived to like 36. Yeah. So it kind of makes sense that we would have like multiple partners throughout our life. Yeah. Because like you only had to fucking deal with one person for like 15 years. I was and gonna now, say I like, feel like that's why a lot of the generation now like we date a lot in our 20s and then like 30s and stuff we settled down because like like yeah like my grandma and grandpa got married and like right after high school he went to like the marines and then they got married i think it's also like still the american dream of like you know after you have a career then you just kind of like settle down and have kids I'm like i'm not about that man i just want someone to like cook for and like watch movies with and shit like i'm like i like cuddling at night like that's a cool thing I like companionship now. I didn't have a serious boyfriend until like 11 months ago. Yeah. Tomorrow's our 11 months. But um, <laughs> like now I like get it. I'm yeah. like, oh, this is why people like yeah. dating. Yeah, it's awesome. <laughs> it is really nice. I mean, there's a lot of like, there's definitely getting in relationships where it's like, oh, there we are not on the same page. Like the energy is not reciprocated. But like once you find someone like that matches your shit, yeah. 
<laughs> I just, I... It's fucking, that is, it's cocaine. It is drugs, bro. That's why, that's why, like, you see people go through, like, bad breakups, and it's literally, like, a withdrawal. It is literally a drug. Like, love and shit is, like, so fucking strong. I mean, I get it, but now, being in a relationship, I also understand how hard they are, so I don't, I never understood, like, when we were in high school, and people would just, like, have a new fucking boyfriend or girlfriend, like, every, like, three months. Like, how can you, like, just be like, yeah, we're dating, oh, it's over, oh, I, like, I mean, I guess you're young, so it's not usually as, like, deep and meaningful, it can yeah. be, but I just feel like generally it isn't, but it just, like. I was gonna definitely, I look back on, like, my high school breakups, and I go, oh, I was sad, I cried a little bit, and then I get, like, older and have my, like, now relationship breakups, and I'm, like, fucking shattered, because I'm, like, because, I mean, you know me, I dated so much yeah. in high school and, like, a little bit. Also, no. you're a hopeless romantic. Yes, I am. So, I'm, I feel like, I mean, I'm only 23, but, like, I feel like I'm at that age. Like, I dated enough. I kind of know what I want and don't want in a partner. So, like, when I go into things, I go, okay, like, I want to see this working out long term. So, I, like, put myself in that, like, long term. I give, like, myself in that. And then it ends and I go, what do I do? <laughs> well, I think What's of, like, next? one of my friends who's, like, 40. Which sounds weird, but I met him at my gym, okay? No, because that's the same thing with retail meeting people. It's like, yeah, my best friend's like 67. That's only like a retail thing to fucking say. Yeah, but um, we met from my gym, but he told me, he was like, all your relationships in like your 20s are just learning experiences to like teach you what you want and what you don't want. And then to like also be able to navigate a relationship in a healthy way. From what he told me of that, I think now I have the mindset that... Like, a healthy relationship, it's kind of like, even if it ends, it's like, well, don't be sad, it's over, be happy, it happened type thing. Yeah. And if you have an unhealthy relationship, like, that one rips you a new one. But then usually you learn from it in the future. And so now I'm kind of like, well, if I mentally now know more so what I want, like, if I have future relationships, I'll know what I want and what's healthy. Mm. Not that I can, you know, some people hide things and then bring them out later that are not healthy or, like, do damage to you. But still, I feel like... I have a more optimistic outlook now yeah. on, like, the possible ending of relationships and whatnot. It's really getting to the point where, like, the ending, you can be sad about the loss, but she said, like, kind of like that, like, you have to be comfortable with yourself and being alone with yourself because sometimes that's what makes breakups so hard is that you're now with yourself. And if you haven't learned to be by yourself, that's what makes it a lot harder is because you were just using that basically to fill a void that you haven't filled yourself and i was like i don't need you attacking me right now at 11 30 at night i'll deal with that later but um see i agree with that statement but i just don't think it applies to my life because i was alone for like most of my life like until like i said like 11 months ago i never had like an actual serious committed relationship yeah. so i was used to being like it's just me so i think you know if i'm single in the future like i'd be like yeah cool going to therapy did you figure out your like attachment style do you know what it is no I don't know what that means. Let me look them up. <sighs> my therapist told me recently, like, what I have. Yeah, I need a therapist that talks about these things. I only have two more sessions with my therapist because she's an intern and I can't afford real therapy. It's still real therapy. She just doesn't have her license yet. She's about to get it. But she's leaving, and I don't know if I could afford her at an actual, yeah. like, practice, but she's amazing. Here, let me look up the list of attachment styles. What are the four attachment styles? Blah, blah, blah. Secure, anxious, dismissive. And fearful. I'm pretty sure I have an anxious attachment style. Like, I need someone, like, you need to text me back. You need to call me back. Like, you need to show up for me. You know what I mean? I need to know, like, you're there for me. What was the second one? It was, it was secure. Dismissive. Dismissive, anxious, and fearful? Yes. I was secure 
recently I've gotten a little more anxious just because of the events of what we talked about. But yeah. like, but like I really would be like, like, and 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 like I'd be like, cool. Like she, they were like, oh, I'm going out with like a coworker. We're gonna get drinks. And at first I was like, yeah, that's fucking fine. Like I'm, I'll be here. Like I'll see you tomorrow. Like shit, whatever. And now I'm definitely in a place of like, hmm, what's going on here? I think it also depends who you're dating and how yeah. you make them feel because like currently i feel like i still have an anxious attachment style but it's a lot calmer like yeah. it's not as intense that's definitely something i know i gotta work on obviously before going into the next one too because like all the things for past therapy like wanting to be there and like wanting to like do shit like actually being like a good communicating boyfriend yeah that's still there but it is now definitely like i'm 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 in a, in a state of anxiety where i'm like now nah, i'm like oh can i trust everything they tell me like Ooh. am i going to like Am I going to be in this knowing, like, when we communicate what they tell me, is that really it? Are they hiding anything? Because I've definitely been in situations where, like, I'll be like, hey, you know, like, is this fine? Or, like, are you okay? And they're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then later on, we'll be arguing about something. And they go, well, I wasn't okay with that. I go, I asked you. And they go, well. So now I'm always, I think I'm in a place now where I'm kind of anxious about if people are honest with me. And I'm like, that's definitely something I need to work on. Like, or at least next partner say, hey, I have this thing, but I'm going to trust what you tell like i'm going to be good about trusting what you tell me because i don't want to be in something where i'm just like i don't trust you because of this i don't know how you could like date someone without trust like yeah. i already because yeah. i have an anxious attachment style like sometimes question things but yeah. then i like reel myself back in and i'm like realistically like would that happen mm -hmm. and like no mm -hmm. so i just and are you still in therapy now yeah he's, he's it's it's okay like it, it was it's fine it's just like my my the, the one i went to back in 2019 like yeah. early 2020 i would like rant for like the hour mm -hmm. like 50 minutes of it i'd just blah 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 get everything off my chest he'd have his ipad he'd be like writing the shit down yeah and then he'd go all right i noticed this 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 what do you think about this and i was like oh i like that yeah this new one i'll talk like for like five minutes maybe i'll be like something 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 and he goes so have you ever tried a uh, blah 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 and he'll like interrupt and like kind of say like have you ever tried this method this method or things to do i go yeah i know i've had three therapists now one of my friends was like what'd you do to them and i was like no they're all interns so they leave yeah but um like the one i have now she does the same thing she'll let me rant and then <laughs> afterwards so nice. she'll like pull out something that she's like, I noticed, like, your frustration with mm -hmm, this. Mm -hmm. Or, like, I, like, this seemed to come up last week, too. And, like, she, like, she's so, she's a Virgo. So, she's very good at, like, analyzing and being critical and, like, asking questions. Which yeah. I love. Therapy is great. Therapy is great. Go to therapy. Yeah, please. Like, really. It's just, you don't Get have to. Get an intern there, too. You don't, you don't have to be suicidal. You don't have to, like, <laughs> you don't have to have gone through, like, a ridiculously traumatic event. No. Just go to. Yo. Hey, speaking of therapy, I just had to answer a friend's therapy session, but, um, I think this is it. I'm tired. That's I talked fair. a lot. That's fair. It's very rare for me to say that I'm tired from talking, but I also have therapy later and that's going to be another hour of just talking. Just talking. Well, kids, you know, stay safe. Are social you distance. Do social distance. Um, weed's, weed's not a drug. It's a plant. Smoke that shit if you need it. Fuck the FDA. Uh, B12 is found in apricot seeds, and that's been known to cure cancer. <laughs> and that's banned by the FDA. So think about it. Apricot seeds? Apricot seeds have the vitamin B12, and B12 has been known to, like, cure, kill cancer cells. And that and marijuana are, like, the only two natural things banned by the FDA. Because they both cure cancer. The more you know. 
Okay. Well, uh, thanks for watching. Click like, hit subscribe. Comment down below. Get that algorithm working. I'll link Nick's social below to look whatever he's doing. I just make stupid videos sometimes. That's really yeah. about it. Yeah. Bye. Peace.